It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 51. Pat Hughes visits Fly the W. I'm Dustin Rhodes, Executive Producer of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score. We're on live from 530 to 10, of course, 670. Your radio home for all things Cubs baseball. And speaking of all things Cubs baseball, as always, I'm joined by my buddy Crowley. Hey, how's it going? Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast and follow all our socials. That's Fly the W670 on Twitter and Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook. And you can email us on Fly the W670 at gmail.com. All right, Crowley, let's uh, let's start with this. Um, lots of continued chatter about who might be the shortstop of the future with our favorite baseball team and the uh, they're hunting for Carlos Correa. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of, you know, the, this is the kind of year when you get the hot stove rumors going. Um, the Cubs did make one minor addition and a couple of subtractions from the 40 man roster since the last time we talked, uh, they added third baseman Ryland Bannon off waivers from the Braves. So that might just be a little bit of insurance in, in case something happens with Patrick wisdom. He's uh, played a little bit for Atlanta, not much. Um, he was drafted by the Dodgers, and uh, he's a righty. So, again, just kind of adding some positional depth. But the subtractions on Friday was the non-tender deadline for MLB. So this kind of gets kind of fun to watch to see who gets tendered, who gets non-tendered, tendered, and you get some surprises like uh, Kyle Schwarber a few years back when he was non-tendered. So the Cubs non-tendered three players from their 40-man roster. Alexander Vizcaino. Braylon Marquez and Rafael Ortega. So that was, you know, there was a surprising name in that bunch. If you don't know Vizcaino, he was acquired in the Rizzo trade in 21. He played a little bit in South Bend, but I don't know the full story on this. I don't think anyone really does. It's kind of been bizarre, but he just chose not to report to spring training in 2022. So he was put on the restricted list and what ends up happening is, yeah, now he's gone. So, you know, that was, that was really weird. I don't really know what happened there. Braylon Marquez was the surprising one, Dustin. Yeah, there's um, the name, right? There's the name that we know. Right, and and he made his MLB debut in 2020. He was one of the Cubs' top pitching prospects. Um, but he ended up with a lot of injury problems. And, he, and every time, I kept saying Cubs keep infusing that system with talent. Some of the older guys start falling down that list. And I just, you know, Braylon's injuries really affected his development. So he's gone. That's really shocking and surprising because of what you thought you might have had there. But that's... Part of the reason when we talk about prospects is it's important that you have positional depth all throughout the minor leagues. You can't just have like one catcher that you talk about or one third, you know, one thing goes, one thing goes wrong and you're in trouble, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He'll, uh, you know, we'll see what ends up happening with him down the, uh, down the stretch. And also uh, Rafael Ortega, another guy that uh, not going to be part of the team more than likely. 
Yeah, Rafael Ortega, like Frank Schwindel, had a strong 2021 season, but he just couldn't replicate it in 2022. He just struggled, he scuffled, all these things. And we talked about this before, Dustin. We didn't think he was going to make – I, I, you know, it just really – he was there until they were going to do this non-tender, and then that's it. So the Cubs did tender 31 contracts on the 40-man roster, four arbitration-eligible players, and 27 that aren't. So they did come to terms with Rowan Wick at $1.55 million and Adrian Sampson – our, our favorite, he got $1.9 million for 2023. That's awesome. Um, but Ian Happ, Nico Horner, Nick Magical, and Cody Hugh are all arbitration eligible. So they were tendered contracts. They can dispute if they want to try to get some more money out of that. This is uh, Happ's last time on, on being um, arbitration eligible. He'll be full free agent, obviously, after the end of the season. Um, so he, he's you know good for him. And so the 40-man roster for the Cubs now stands at – 37. And one interesting thing, Dustin, you know, is when you see these non-tenders, sometimes you get surprises that are on other teams. And so the Dodgers non-tendered Cody Bellinger. Um, So they've been shedding salary lately because of the uh, luxury tax and all of that. Bellinger was projected to make somewhere in the vicinity of $18 million. Cubs got an opening in center field, Dustin. What are you thinking here? Well... I mean, a flyer, right? I mean, you know, you don't have to pay him $18 million, right? Um, but, boy, he did not He did not have a very good, right? Barely 200 hitter last year, right? I mean, he's just not, he's not the same. He's not the same guy, right? Baseball card looks pretty good overall still. But uh, on a flyer, sure. But, I mean, how many other teams are going to take a flyer on him? And, <laughs> you know, maybe, I mean, with the Dodgers, would he want to stay there for less? I mean, is there bad blood now because he didn't get the the $18 million? So, uh, what do you think? You know, it, it's sometimes a change of scenery does a person well. Um, obviously, you know, he's not going to get a long-term contract. It's going to be a prove-it right. deal. So, you know, maybe he's going to have a little bit of motivation. And sometimes you need a change of scenery, you know what I mean? And so that Dodgers team is stacked, and he kind of just kind of got lost in the shuffle. But obviously, he's you know he's been a talented player before. Maybe the Cubs can find something. I don't know. Right. I'm not against. I'm not against the idea. Like, would you do a, a, a platoon, a platoon with him out in center field potentially? Um, maybe. I mean, you could do. I mean, let's put it this way: they could do a lot worse. Um, that's really not what my focus is as a fan though right now. It, it's more on who's going to play short third and be another starting pitcher. It's kind of where my focus is as far as being a fan at the moment. Well, if that's your focus, Dustin, you had a good week last week because there's a lot of buzz about Carlos Correa and the Cubs. A lot, a lot of, of buzz. A lot of buzz. Right. A lot of different writers, national and local, kind of writing about him. He's 28. He signed a three-year $105.3 million with the Twins with an opt-out after each season. He, he opted out of that contract, so he's 28. He's coming off his best offensive year since 2019. He slashed 291, 366, 467 with 22 home runs and 64 RBIs. And so that's interesting. But uh, MLB insider John Morosi stopped by 360 Cubs 360 on the Marquee Network. And he talked to uh, Correa a lot. He, think, he says, I think for Correa, signing with an iconic franchise that plays in one of the great sports institutions of our country like Wrigley Field, that's a statement. And to say the team that's been out of the playoff picture for a few years, we're getting back there and I'm going to help us get there. 
The narrative to me speaks a lot of the Cubs fans. I think it's what Correa wants to be in the spotlight again. And I don't see another team out there that needs him as much as the Cubs do and vice versa. So I thought that was interesting. You know what I mean? Because, well, I also love the line though, Crowley, before we get too hot and heavy over Correa, and we'll do that in a second, but I love the, I love the, I love the line. Great sports institutions of our country like Wrigley Field. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, federal landmark, man. So it, it's, but, but you know, obviously the, the Twins had a disappointing season last year, you know, in, in, in that awful division, they couldn't really do much. And let's be honest, you know, Minnesota, Chicago has a much more, you know, natu- national reach than, say, Minnesota as far as fans' interest in baseball and, you know, bringing Korea here would be huge. And I think getting that spotlight again would be exciting for him. And so if the Cubs can sell him that they are, you know, serious about winning and the way you do that is by signing big players. Well then, you know, there's a, you know, it'd be interesting. Now here's the thing that was surprising. Former GM Jim Bowden of the athletics predicted, this was his prediction. I got to get your opinion on this, that the Cubs would sign Korea to 10 years, $327 million contract. I don't like it, Crowley. It's a lot. It's not my money. That's a lot of do re mi. Okay, that's a lot of money. And again, he had a best offensive year since 2019. Hit 291, 22 homers, um, 64 runs batted in. Not, not fantastic, right? I mean, those those numbers are good, but are they are they 10 years, 327 million dollars? He'd be almost 40 by the time this contract got uh, – I don't know. Uh, I mean, I like the idea of Carlos Correa, don't get me wrong, but 10 years, 327 is a lot of money. Well, friend of the pod, Gordon Widmeyer, and you know Gordon is not necessarily the eternal optimist when New. it comes to the Cubs. The eternal pessimist, if anything. <laughs> but, you know, he's what, what Gordon said is the Cubs can't go into next season without a significant addition – um, you know, they're going to have a lot of payroll flexibility. So Gordon sees them signing again, a long-term contract. That's the way that he sees it is, is, is a long-term contract with the Cubs similar to, I wouldn't say Jason Hayward. So I think he went less years than Bowden did. I think he said something like seven years, but you know, there was one more person that kind of, you know, my antenna went up when I heard this and that was, uh, on the Marquise sports networks, the reporters athletics, Cubs beat writer Sahad of Sharma said that, he believed that none of the free agent shortstops would get a deal longer than eight years. Yeah, that was very interesting. Yes. Right. So he thought that the Cubs definitely would get it, but it's not going to be one of those long-term contracts. So, 
you know, that, that let's see what happens. You know, I mean, now he said he wasn't, you know, none of the shortstops would get longer than eight years, but you, you know, when you talked about the Jim Bowden contract, it's the AAV and stuff like that. How much are they willing right. to spend? I don't know. But well, I just wonder when you're, when you're in a situation where you're 28, if you, if you do the 10 year deal, that's probably it, right? It's probably the end. So would you be smarter doing like five at really high and then hoping that the business of sports continues to grow like it does and rights holder fees are through the roof and TV fees and all that kind of jazz and that you would then have that second crack at it? I would say more than anything, I see a Jason Hayward type deal. It's the opt-outs. You know what I mean? So Jason Hayward had a couple opt-outs in his contract, right? And that way, if you do really great, yeah, you can leave and, and try to get the bigger dollars. But if you don't, like Jason Hayward, you don't have to opt out right. of your contract and you can continue collecting that check. So, you know, here, here's my opinion, though, on all of this, Dustin, here, is that I like that comment by Morosi that the Cub that the Cubs need him and vice versa. The Cubs, you know, we we talked about this. They cannot do any of that bargain basement shopping here. This has got to be, you know, you got to be going Gucci here. Um, according <laughs> uh, according to a yeah, report, that was Boris, right? <laughs> Boris with all the name brands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, according to the Tribs, Robert Charnick, uh, Marquee Sports Network has experienced a 56% drop in ratings since launching in 2020. Not good, Dustin. And when you talk about the turnstile numbers at Wrigley for 2022, 2,616,000. That sounds great. Roughly 32,000. But this is the, you know, this was the first season since 2019 where there was no COVID restrictions, right? And so take away 2020 and 2021, that was the lowest attendance at Wrigley Field since 1997 when they drew 2,190,000. So that's a long time. That's a big drop. And, and when you look at those numbers and you're like, oh, 32,000 per game, that does not – those are season ticket holders, a lot of them, that don't end up showing the games because they can't give the tickets away. Right. So the Cubs need to do something, right? They got this new sports book open up. They have a large amount of real estate in the neighborhood. The marquee ratings are down. They have to do something. They have to make the Cubs relevant again. Yeah, I mean, God, I mean, it, doesn't that sound weird to say they have to make the Cubs relevant again? Um, but listen, the numbers don't lie, right? This is one of those numbers don't lie. This is what's this is what is happening. It's, it's real. So uh, yeah, very very interesting. They're going to do something. Also, a couple other little rumors, Crowley. Um, Abreu now supposedly being courted by the uh, Padres, I read. And uh, the Japanese pitcher also getting some looks from the teams out west. Yeah, you're, you're looking right now when you talk about uh, as far as Abreu, you have San Diego kicking the tires and you got Boston kicking the tires too. So, you know, we as Cub fans kind of get a little Cub-centric and we think all these guys are going to sign here. But there's other teams interested. Abreu is a great player. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not shocking that other teams are going to want to compete. When we talk about Cody Senga, there, there's, a, you know, he checks a lot of boxes for a lot of other teams, too. He's, he's clearly in, in a season where free agent market isn't that great. You know, he, he is an attractive option. And so, you know, the Cubs are going to have to that, – that's why people want Jed to really kind of get out there and jump and don't sit there taking your time. You, you have to start making moves, and if you don't, another team might just swoop in and take it. Now, 
Um, we talked about Sanga and, and, and wow, I think that having Saya on the team is a huge recruitment tool. So hoping that really kind of comes through clutch, but sometimes it's just dollar amounts. And, and sometimes for the Japanese players, I remember Shohei Otani only wanted it like a West Coast team. The only team he took a meeting with at the time was the Cubs. He was the only non-West Coast team that he took a meeting with. So um, I, I, I understand that. I know I know the Padres, you know, everyone even says maybe the Dodgers, who knows? Part of, you know, part of the reason people say that the Dodgers are shedding salary is to make a couple big moves. So they've let go of a, a couple names that were, you know, a lot of money that was tied up into it. And so we'll see what happens. But but Jed's got to be competitive. He's got to be aggressive and he's going to have to, you know, spend money. I know intelligent spending is a smart sounding term, but that's not going to impress an agent and that's not going to impress a player.